Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson. I'm joined, as always, on the other line by Susan Miller-Degnan, our Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, it is football season, uh, pretty much officially. Uh, first couple of days of fall camp for Miami in the books now. Um, they kick things off on Tuesday, practiced again Wednesday, took Thursday off. You'll be back out there uh, Friday. Um, so there'll be another practice probably by the time most people are listening to this, but we got a couple practices to talk about. We got media day. Um, we're going to run through kind of our first impressions of this team and, you know, maybe what little details we, we've been able to learn. There's not a whole lot yet. Obviously we're, we're getting our first look at a, a couple new guys who weren't here in the spring. Um, got to talk to a couple of those guys too, for the first time on Monday at Miami's media day. Um, before we get into some specific topics, um, how are you feeling about football season and what, what are your big picture thoughts maybe on, on just where Miami is at, um, you know, a month before the season starts. Um, always optimism. Yeah. This time always before people start getting injured again. Um, I, you know, um, uh, I don't know. They, they look, they look good. They look strong and fit. Um, uh, they're not tired yet. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all is well in the world because it, it, the thing is, all we've been able to see uh, so far, they've limited for us in, in the indoor facility. So and we've only seen well, we've seen about a half an hour each day, but mm-hmm. we come in for stretching, you know, 10, a little more, 10 minutes of stretching. And then uh, the first day, actually, when you were there with me, we saw more. Okay. See, we we saw a little. We saw some seven on sevens when you were there. That didn't really happen the, the next day. We didn't see as much. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm optimistic. I mean, why not? Yeah, I, and I think um, optimism to a degree is is founded because I think anytime to me, like the one thing that like becomes the storyline this year, where like I think you can either be have a good feel good feeling about a team or be pessimistic it's all about the quarterback this time of year right I mean um I have not really been around for a preseason where they're I guess yeah pretty much every season I've been around I guess the one the one would be the the Jaron Williams Tate Martell competition but for the most part the last couple of years here Miami's come in with a good idea of who their quarterback was going to be whether it was Derek King Tyler Van Dyke um, obviously mm-hmm. like they, they kind of passed that baton pretty seamlessly for a little while there. You've covered a lot of competitions over the year, quarterback competitions over the years. And, um, you know, when you go into a, a training camp and you have no idea who the quarterback's going to be, it's, it's a little bit harder to have a, any, any sort of an idea of what the team is going to be like. Right. Definitely. It's harder. And it's also harder to get into a rhythm. Right. I think, I mean, 
because you're you're everybody's looking at the quarterbacks they're taking they're rotating snaps which they i mean they still do but it's different now right you know the guy who's going to be throwing to the first teamers mm-hmm. um and um that's obviously an advantage yeah. so yeah it's interesting one interesting thing from the day i was out there we talked to matt lee um and it's just like a small thing but like talking to him about the idea that that group was all they, the same five offensive linemen started all through the spring. Tyler Van Dyke obviously played quarterback yeah, all through the spring. Exactly. Um, the receivers are, you know, even though we're going to talk about how that kind of remains the big question mark, uh, the receivers have been all, all been the same. And um, that yeah. matters because I mean, we've sometimes you come into fall camp, especially with the, in the transfer world we live in where, um, and even just naturally because of injury, right. How many times is, the defensive line we didn't see any of those guys in the spring but that group that that six some tyler and the the five offensive linemen um like they're seamless right now right they there's no they had really good they had you know they had the whole spring to work together like obviously they're going to keep getting better but they're really seamless right now and that makes a a difference it's not miami there are some units that are starting from scratch we're going to talk about them you know the secondary it's like all new faces uh, the defensive line, as I mentioned, a lot of the guys who are, are, you know, a lot of their top guys were here last year, but weren't around in the spring. And with a new defensive coordinator, they've got work to do. But that group, right. which is that's the heart and soul, you know, that's the spine of the offense, the quarterback and the offensive line. Um, they're not starting from zero at all. They're they're like, I mean, they got they got a full spring. I know it's just spring, but they got a full basically as many practices as they're going to get in the preseason. Right. Like they've, they've already had a full preseason to basically. Yeah, get through. it really yeah, all, all true. I mean, they're in they're in pretty good shape. I yeah. think as far as the offensive, very good shape. Um, offensive line, quarterback, that goes together. Now we again we it's like a broken record, but yeah. the receivers is what we're waiting on, and uh, running backs. We don't really, you know, we don't really see too much of that. You know, we right. don't. That that's the hardest thing for me to like pick up anything on. In yeah, practice. Especially this early on. Yeah, it's difficult. So, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, there's n- n- nothing bad can be said so far. But again, David, we're we're inside. We're seeing very little. They go, when they go outside, we're not there. Um, we're, we have to leave after whatever, 30 minutes, something like that. But mm-hmm. uh, then they all go outside and do their thing. And we don't, we don't really see, you know, it's a lot of throwing on air. And, yeah like that so 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 yeah the quarterbacks look really good nice deep balls and the indoor facility you know but yeah I I don't care that much about what I see from those guys right I care about the continuity that's that's what what it's all about to me and yeah it's also interesting they're really like you know Zion Nelson remains the biggest wild card on this roster oh it's crazy still not back from his injury played in just one game last year after uh, you know there's no I think I said it last week there's no such thing as minor surgery but sounded to be as minor as a knee surgery could basically be and just complications from that setbacks still not on the field um for now though like I, I know there's competition everywhere and like theoretically if like some offensive lineman came back and looked awesome this this preseason. He could steal one of those five guys' job, but like they're talking about it like it's the first team offensive line already. The first, you know, like oh yeah, I, I think that's smart. I think it's you know what your group is. Don't don't like fool around with it. Just uh, let that that that's the strength of your team, right? The quarterback and the offensive line. Um, the quarterback, as long as Tyler stays healthy, um, and the offensive line 
like let lean into that, let them be the identity of this team um, from day one. And I think they're doing a good job of that. Yeah. And they've been saying it, uh, you know, coach Mirabal has been mm-hmm. saying who the starters are pretty yeah. much. Not very often you hear right. that. Like that's our, our starting five. Like yeah. how it's many coaches that. every year it's, they're like, you know, it's an open competition. We're going to rotate everyone in. Um, but again, that, that's the strength okay. of this roster. Let them let, like play to your strength. Yeah. Okay. Cute. For sure. Um, let's talk about the wide receivers, which, uh, remain the biggest question mark. Um, one thing I think it's positive. We saw some guys look pretty good in the spring, right? Colby young, uh, Jacoby George had a a, kind of a breakout spring and Uh at least to start camp was running with the ones. That's a position where I don't think there's anything anywhere close to settled. Um, obviously Xavier Restrepo, we know if he stays healthy, what he's going to give this team. Um, a lot of talk about Tyler Harrell, who was not around for the spring transfer coming in from Louisville. Um, speed, I guess, is, is going to be the calling card of this group. They, they I think yeah. both of us are pretty excited about Colby Young, but um, Tyler Harrell is kind of the wild card in that group just because we haven't seen him uh, work with Tyler at all. Yeah, and Tyler Harrell is um, it's fast. Everybody, that's all they keep saying about him. And I, I asked Kevin Beard, the uh, the receivers coach, um the other day yeah is he really as fast as he says or four two mm-hmm. i swear to god he told me that he was timed hand timed four one so i said okay i i i'm sure he was whatever <laughs> but uh yeah it's like i i said that to one of our editors he said no human has been no human football <laughs> has been timed at four one is whatever uh-huh. but um he supposedly is very, very fast. Um, everybody's saying it. And um, so that's, I mean, right there, that's good. And Shamar yeah. Kirk supposedly is too. Um, and um, is really good run after catch, uh, yards after catch. And um, everybody else looks, I mean, at least in the, again, at the practice time we see. So they're catching balls that are, you know, with really not much yeah. defense. But uh it's you know everything's is looking up right now uh jacoby george i'm not sure if he'll end up starting he did have a really good spring yeah or if uh tyler harrell or one of those guys we'll, we'll see but i do think colby young is just a, i he, think both of us are really excited about him just yeah that's what i gather is and i keep, i just keep thinking back to um I should have pulled up his his game log. I, I've been working on like our season preview stuff and was you know going through some stats. And Colby, if you look at what he did last year, um, he had that two game run early in the year, back to back one hundred yard games um, against right. Virginia Tech and Duke. And Tyler gets hurt in the Duke game, and we basically don't see him again. Right? He he comes back to Florida State, gets hurt again. Um, Virginia Tech, he goes off. That was his breakout game: nine catches, one hundred ten yards, and a touchdown. Uh, the Duke game, which was kind of a bonkers shootout until Tyler got hurt. Um, six catches, 127 yards. I think one of those catches might have been from Jake Garcia. But either way, two huge games with Tyler in the lineup. Tyler gets hurt, and he doesn't even have 100 total yards for the rest of the season after that. Um, yeah. So it was night and day there. And Tyler, like, as good as he is, he like has his receivers he likes, right? Like we've talked about it a lot that he um that he loves. He obviously <laughs> loves you know, he loved we know yeah. he loves Xavier Restrepo and yeah. how many totally. times we've compared and him tr- to Mike Harley over and over the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do in the trust middle of the field. 
Completely um, true. And the way he used Charleston Rambo and Charleston and and um, uh, Colby are, are different guys. Colby's a bigger, more physical guy, whereas Charleston was a kind of a straight line, deep ball threat. Um, the way that he would just like, he just trusted if, if Charleston was in one on one, on one, he was going to throw deep and trust that his guy was going to make the play. Same thing, kind of thing with, with Colby. And at least for two weeks there early in the, in the middle of the season, uh, he rewarded him. So I, I remain really bullish about his potential this year, as long as Tyler stays healthy, obviously, because they seem to have a real connection. They do. And I, I mean, David, they, they, they are so in need and have been for years of somebody big yeah who can catch i mean when you when when you look back way back when when they had andre johnson yeah. you know that they they just they're they're just they've been missing big bodies there we say it over and over but it's true uh and he's He's the guy. I mean, I, I just, I hope he, uh, he stays healthy. I know he had some hamstring problems last year at this time mm-hmm. and it kind of held him back a little bit, but um, he said, he's feeling great. He's uh, I think 213 pounds. They're all, you know, every year we come in and they're all like less body fat. You know, they say they're, they're, um, you know, they, yeah. they just all seem, seem stronger and, you know, uh, less flabby or whatever not that he ever was mm-hmm. uh, some of the guys you know get 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 bigger but less fat kind of thing I, they look right. really good all of them and and uh um, I, I, we, I, we asked tyler about it specifically um and i'll, I'll say he does look yeah. better he looks slimmer um and you know he was never not well, that he was like out of shape he wasn't like no I but he was he was um you know he was always a little bit of a doughier guy and it does you know quarterback can get away with like the best quarterback of all time is tom brady right we've all seen the tom brady picture from uh michigan um the second best quarterback of all time might be peyton manning and no one ever would have considered him a, a freak athlete um but it makes a difference you know it doesn't hurt tom brady became the greatest of all time when he got in really good shape so um yeah, Tyler. Tyler does look a little slimmer and, you know, especially as a guy who's coming off some injury stuff, a little bit extra mobility obviously can't hurt. Yeah, I think he's more what he, what he said was he he basically he really weighs the same. Maybe yeah, pounds less, a couple pounds, but his body fat, I think he said was two and a half uh, percent. Yeah, uh, less. lower, less. Yeah. 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 Lost some weight, turned it into muscle like his arms look yeah. a little like skinnier. Yes, um, you know, it didn't, didn't get a good look necessarily like. A little more. If his legs look stronger or whatever. I'm sure he puts it like that would be where you kind of bulk up as a quarterback. So, right. um, yeah, I mean, he he set, spent some time up at um, QB Country up in uh, Mobile, Alabama, uh-huh. uh, where Malik Rogier uh, is a, a coach there. Right. That is his role yes. up there. So, um, you know, he knows. I mean, obviously, I think. This time last year, he didn't think he was going to be at Miami this year. I'm sure, right? He thought he was the, he was yeah. going to have a big year and be headed to the NFL. Um, you know the the like wheels of time turn fast, I guess. In, in college football, it's a short. I mean, you look at all these all ACC teams that are coming out, and he's like nowhere to be found on. I know he was like fourth team on like athlons. Like he's he's so like crazy buried, and the ACC has good quarterbacks. Obviously, Drake May is a Heisman contender. Um, you know, Cade Klubnick, people are expecting a, you know, Clemson quarterback, former five-star who looked uh, really good at times 
toward the end of last year, especially in the ACC championship. Um, you know, Brennan Armstrong, who's put up some huge numbers going to from Virginia to NC State. So there are good quarterbacks in the league. Riley Leonard's getting some hype at Duke. Um, but, you know, this Tyler was like the toast of the conference uh, 12 months ago and now seems to be kind of a forgotten man. And I'm, I'm, I wonder how much he pays attention to that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I think he does. He says he doesn't, but he's human. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I really, I do think he does. So, um, I wonder. I don't know. I, I don't. The cliche of the pressure and all that, but I, I think it, it does bug him a little bit. Yeah, and maybe it drives him a little bit, and so in that case, it's good, really. Um, but it is funny, isn't it? How, you know, yeah, it changes so you're, fast. You're a star, a big star, a big man. And then all of a sudden you're just kind of like forgotten by other people, mm-hmm. so by the other outlets. So, and under, I understand why. Yeah. But uh, then it all comes down to his health, you know, on his shoulder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's switch gears over to the defense now. Um, b- before we dive into specifics, any any big picture thoughts on on what this defense um, looks like or, or well, what we've seen so far? Yeah, I think um, you know it's interesting. Like like the a strength for Miami, a strength mm-hmm. would be their starting uh, safeties. Yes, a weakness would be. Nobody's behind. I shouldn't say that's not right. But I mean, who's, yeah. who's no, they, they lack of they've depth. Got, they've got okay. Cam Kitchens, who's an All-American. They've got James Williams, who Cam Kitchens says is going to be an All-American. And you can <laughs> buy it. He's a former five-star I, recruit. He's looked awesome at, at, at various points throughout his career in Miami. Um, and then every other safety who's on this roster combined to for one tackle last year. Right? Um, yeah. Not there, There's not... I think Brian Balaam had one tackle and he Brian might be Balaam. the number three that like on paper, this, the favorite to be the number three safety. You got more Keith Williams. Right. Um, and you've got a lot of DBs that came in and can play that spot. But yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like the drop off there because I, those that starting safety tandem at PFF, they ranked their top 10 safety returning safeties the other day. And uh, Cam and James Williams were both in the top five and they said this is the best safety duo in the country and interesting i I totally buy that um but as soon as one of them comes like they can't all both play every single snap in every single game and um, oh great and the drop off is huge right now yeah and also and by the way marquise williams had three tackles last year (laughs) oh three tackles okay so four tackles combined Uh, yeah but but anyway yeah i mean and, and and judging by the past i mean uh um James Williams has been hurt. has gotten hurt mm-hmm. in two seasons. You know, he, the, the, the first season he injured his groin against, I think Florida state kind of right. And yes. then, uh, 
And then, and then last year he hurt his shoulder. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we just hope, and he, he said he feels great. He had surgery. I actually, I'm, you know, the first time, first off season. On yeah. Spot. He wasn't, he didn't play in the spring. He was one of the, the defense was missing so many guys but, in the spring. Yeah. Last year too. Not just this past one, mm-hmm. but um, so you just got to hope he stays healthy again. Uh, but I mean, Otherwise, that's a strength, but you're right. It's it's scary behind there. And then um, uh, the defensive line is kind of kind of promising. Uh, yeah. Well, let, let, let's stay in the second. I do want to talk about the defensive line because that's okay. a, a group that I've like as I've been just thinking about this roster. All of a sudden, I think that group's going to be really good. But the rest of the secondary, we should talk about the cornerback situation, which is obviously also um, – that's where they got to replace basically more than anyone with DJ Ivy and, and Tyreek Stevenson, both getting drafted. Right. Um, we Devante. saw Devante Brown in the spring. We saw Daryl Porter obviously played yep. last year. Um, but that is the spot where like, there are just new faces everywhere. New faces, even from the spring. Um, I you think got Decor- some freshmen, Damari Brown, Devante's younger brother and Robert Stafford. You've got um, Jaden Davis coming in from Oklahoma um, and you got Jadis Richard, who was the star of the first practice that we saw picking yes. off Tyler Van Dyke. Uh, you were about to mention to Corey Couch also back another guy with some Corey is, I think, uh, who was it that told us yesterday that he is now could it have been Colby. We were asking uh, one of the guys yesterday said that to Corey is now um, he said a DB, a DB. It was funny. I, I think I think he, he must mean that he's not in the slot anymore. Yeah, he he's was not, just he's not, watching. He's he was outside um, a little bit when I yeah. I think he was might, watching the other day. So I think he might be playing outside now. So, um, yeah, I mean that. Yeah, cornerback. I feel similar about cornerback to the way I do about wide receiver, where I like a lot of their slot yeah. guys. I love you know Xavier Shepo's really good. We both you know I think Jacoby George could be, have a breakout year. You know I love like Ray Ray Joseph. Um, yeah, would not be surprised if he's going to play a lot this year, but those yeah. guys are all smaller slot guys. Yeah, um, feels the same way about the secondary. Corey Couch just started a lot of games at Miami and had some really good moments. Um, but he's five nine. Um, Daryl Porter's a, a smaller guy too. Um, Jaden Davis, who's probably the biggest DB transfer they brought in, who started a lot of games at Oklahoma. Um, right, he came to Miami basically. He played the outside at Oklahoma, and you know, I talked to him on Monday for a while and. Um, you know, because Miami recruited him coming out of high school and want to know basically why he decided to come back. And and he said, they're going to play me inside. And that wasn't a thing that was going to happen in Oklahoma. He's a smaller guy too, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, something like that. So right. they've got a lot of guys, I think, a lot of options in the inside. They got Devontae Brown on the outside, who I think that's a, a you know, he's going to start at corner and probably be their number one guy. But I don't know who's going to play the outside on the opposite side. Yeah, I I think uh, that's that's... I think they're they're a little worried about that, and they were talking about uh, Jadis Richard. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mario was saying possibly he could play safety. Yeah, they need a third safety, and <laughs> especially if they're going to play James Williams in the box sometime, like as a linebacker, which is something that Lance Kidron oh, yeah. said they want to do. Oh, that's yeah, James James Williams uh, will be. I wrote a whole story on him that's in the paper today that I that I wrote yesterday that James said, uh, Gidry said to him, do you want to win? 
basically, you know, for years, we everybody's been saying, when's James Williams going to play linebacker or whatever? When's he going to, because he's too, you know, he's, he's too big or whatever. Yeah. For, and, um, and he's never really, he's just kind of laughed and said, whatever. And finally they, I think they kind of, they forced it on him and said, listen, because they know now he's there. He's not leaving. Uh-huh. He's, I mean, he's a cane through and through. Yeah. James Williams. I, I just love James Williams. Such a good attitude. Um, and he said that, that Gidry said to him, look, they had a meeting. They said, do you want to win? Do you want to go to the next level? Because uh, James Williams said, I know the reality. I'm not dumb. I knew that that's at the next level. That's probably what he'll have to play. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he's still going to play. He'll play both. He'll be the starting strong safety. And, he'll you know, if they, can't, if, they can't, if they can't find a third strong safe or third safety, He's not going to play linebacker. Like it's just not going to happen. But strong safety is playing the box all the time. Like that's not unusual. Yeah, he's gonna. He'll... I mean, like Jaquan Johnson was at the line of scrimmage all the time. Like that's just yeah, how he really was. Plays. He'll be all over the place. Yeah, he'll be all over the place making plays. That's what they're hoping. You know. Yeah. And Lance Gidry, they blitz their safeties a lot in their defense. So like, um, you know, Cam, we were joking. I was joking, joking around with Cam that like. He thinks he blitzed maybe 10 times all of last year. Um, and he going back, you know, if you go to high school, it's not, you know, he played at Miami Northwestern where they always have, you know, they just rush four guys and trust that they got the four better defensive linemen than your offensive line. And um, he's going to blitz some this year. Like they're, they're going to look different. I think they're going to be more aggressive, maybe a little more Manny Diaz looking defense. I was just um, thinking, I swear to God, I yeah. was just thinking. But that's not a bad thing. I know, I know people, <laughs> it didn't end well, but that defense is really good for a long time. So um, the defensive line, speaking of defensive lines, um, I kind of really like this group. Um, yeah, Azador is back. Uh, we found, you know, played all of last year with a foot injury. He said um, Ruben Bain Jr. is going to play. Um, yep, for sure. He's yeah, playing. like they're really hyping him up. Like they don't do that with freshmen like that where they say he's going to play. Yeah. Uh, like Lance Gidry singled him out. Someone asked him at media day, like what freshman could play. And he said, Ruben's the only one I think is definitely going to play. Like, that's how good he is. <laughs> um, uh, Jared Harrison Hunt's Jared, back. We've had Jared some good Harrison moments with Hunt. him. Jafari Harvey has started a ton of games. And Leonard Taylor is like the ultimate, like. Leonard Taylor. If he so ever puts funny. it together, he's going to be a monster. Like, yeah, he's he's got NFL first round potential. I, I saw like, seems like this week, a bunch of NFL draft people. I'm sure they're like starting to look into this class a little bit more. And I saw like multiple NFL draft, like Twitter media people, like being like Leonard Taylor, like probably should be paying attention to him. Yeah. Leonard Taylor is good. And he's, I actually, we're getting him tomorrow. Yeah. I'll be interested to hear what he says um, and and what people say about him too. Um, Me too. He's kind of like this. uh, He's kind of like has a light touch, not a light touch on the field. Yeah, it's but like if you're just not too serious, he's not real serious. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to him. It's interesting. You just look at his stats, and his stats are really good every year. Like he, I think he led the team in tackles for loss last year. Um, but you look like his snap counts were never as high. Um, more, he's been a more, he's been mostly <laughs> because, a situational guy. He's, I, I think they like him on third down and rush situations. And, I'm looking, I'm looking here because he says. He said, well, sometimes I think he even said the other day, sometimes he took plays off. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, he's got to, you know, that's not, but that's not really good. No, but 
But I, those I, numbers, you look at those numbers, you're like, if he ever puts it together, he's going to be the best defensive tackle in the country. Yep. I think I'm looking at um, Akeem Mesidor. Oh, he, oh, Corey Flagg. Wow. Uh, and Leonard Taylor. Wow. I didn't realize Corey Flagg had 10 and a half tackles for yeah. a loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Akeem and Leonard Taylor all had 10 and a half. And Leonard had three sacks. And Leonard probably did that in half the number of snaps as those other guys. Um, but like you said, there's a reason oh, yeah. he's only playing half the number of snaps because he's not always the most reliable. And um, we'd like to see him become reliable. Yes. And and in good shape. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Right? So every, the, the, the talking point you know, from Akeem the other day, I think it was, was that he is different, more mature, all that kind of stuff. He's an upperclassman now. Um, you know, he's draft eligible. Like if there's ever a time to like really start to focus, it's now. Um, so we'll see if it, if that translates, but I, they've got a lot of bodies there, you know, Branson Dean coming in from Purdue. Um, he's going to play a lot. Um, play. who else we got? Chance. Williams. Say, oh, Chance we said Williams Br- played. Chance um, Williams. How about Jafari Harvey? Yeah. Did Jafari's. We- I think I mentioned him started a lot of games, obviously. Yeah. Um, and Nigel e. Kelly. We didn't mention Nigel e. Kelly. Well, Nigel e. The guy, guy kind of getting a lot of hype right now. That a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like he's he's competing to start. Yeah. With Jafari. And then uh what about Jaden Wayne? I know he's a first. Yeah, he's a little slim, I think. Um, you know, there's, yeah, there's kind he of is. we're talking about all these guys on defense the defensive line. We've haven't we've mentioned like eight or nine guys already. Like eventually you run out of snap. Like maybe you can do a little bit of the Nigel e. Kelly, like uh play five a game and try to earn his way on more but yeah i just think he's behind reuben bain right and it's it's hard to play that many underclassmen or that many freshmen yeah, that, no that's absolutely true but i know they love to rotate the defensive linemen they do they yeah. do like that as opposed to offensive linemen yes yeah so I also do need to say, I, I don't know really much about him as a player, but at practice the other day, Anthony Campbell transferred from ULM. That guy is gigantic. Like, I was just like <laughs> looking at him and I, like, cause we didn't, we didn't have the jersey up. We, we got the rosters a little later after we were out there. And right. he's a new guy. So he wasn't on the roster we were looking at. I was like, who is number 93? Um, <laughs> and so I, I don't know how good he is, but he's gigantic and oh, can't hurt to have a, a huge guy like that. You can't hurt. You're right. All right. Um, I think that about does it for our week one recap. We'll be back next week to recap week two. Um, at some, I guess a scrimmage, not this weekend, the weekend after, so they won't have scrimmage between now think, and the time. That, we, I, we yeah, talk. I think they'll. I think they'll have the first um, scrimmage a week from Saturday. Yeah. So. Um, but, but then again, David, you know we're not going to. We're be not going to find out anything from it. So we'll get like a two-minute video. Um, yeah, just the larger picture. Fun yeah. to be back out at uh, the indoor practice facility down on campus. Um, excited for the season. I'm 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 relatively optimistic. It's hard to be super duper optimistic after a five and seven season, but um, <laughs> as we said last week, the ACC after that top two was wide open, and I wouldn't be surprised if Miami is in that hunt. Um, of course, we've said that how many times over the last uh, ten years, basically. Yeah, so maybe it'll happen. Uh, before we close out, we should talk real quick about uh, the life wallet situation. Um, I would recommend neither of us are experts in the business realm. So I would just recommend people read the Miami Herald story about it. Um, federal investigation um, into John Ruiz and um, not a great situation for Miami to be associated with. Obviously, uh, a lot of jokes at the Canes expense, a lot of Nevin Shapiro comparisons. 
um, after the earnings report came in, uh, I think like $970 million under um, expectations, which uh, is not ideal. I'm not a business expert, but I know that's not good. Um, So, you know, not crippling for Miami, but, you know, it's just typical Miami, right? Like it's, it's Nevin Shapiro. It's, um, I don't. I don't expect Miami to get in trouble like they did with Nevin Shapiro. He's not like Nevin Shapiro. No. I no, mean, no, I, no. I'm not. I, I, John Ruiz is not. Nevin Shapiro was just a, a like a, I don't know, whack job. Yeah. Oops, sorry, Nevin. Yeah. I mean, he was a he. He he was like taking. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not out. saying. That. I don't, I, I am partying with guys. And, yes, it's very different, but it's. I mean, um, you know, I don't Miami has been that, but no. you're right. I, I, as far as uh, as far as doing things above board and right. and trustworthy and all. And I, I, I don't want to say Miami. I, I, uh, Miami. I, I'm. I don't think. I don't expect them to get punished at all for this. It's. This is a. Oh. Because of nil, Miami is. Not like, you know, they weren't taking money from Nevin Shapiro, right? The players were, um, it was an, you know, kind of maybe investor fraud earnings report stuff that like um, the University of Miami has nothing to do with it. Basically, it was it was a problem within the company that pl- individual players are doing deals with. Except I don't expect anyone given, to get in trouble with this, but um, you know, neither, but he's not a great given- situation. He's given, right. lot, he's given money to the university. Dollars to the baseball. Yeah. Baseball program. Which is admirable if they really got the money i'm sure they did his yeah. name is john's name is on the outside of the weight strength room yeah. it's beautiful now mm-hmm. uh his kids played there he has a lot of pride in um but you know this i know we got to end this soon but the canes connection yes now uh the collective nil um you know the a source told the athletic that that uh that you know, eighty percent of what they get is not John Ruiz or yeah. whatever. Not much. so, and I think they're. Um, I would think they're distant, distancing themselves. Yeah. Now, and yeah. he's got a lot. He's got a lot of things he's got to deal with. So exactly. Um. Yeah. The NIL world. It's and it's a, I, a whole new world, as we've said a lot of times. But yeah, I I, I believe that you know it's a, it's never been just about John Ruiz. He's just the most vocal guy. So I think Miami will be fine. Um. But um, you know, just a little bit of a, a stain for now. Bad PR for for the week for the for the Canes. Um. Anyway, let's close things out there. Uh, you can follow Susan on Twitter at s miller degnan. You can follow me on Twitter at db wilson two. Uh, like I said, we'll be back next week. We'll have some more practices to talk about. Um, hopefully, we'll get to see a little bit more. Maybe talk some of the new guys. Um, season is rapidly approaching. So thanks as always for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week.